Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. And welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and I'm joined by my guy, KBZ Kyler Barnett. What's up, homie? Nothing much. Let's get straight to it. Let's get fucking into it, all right? So what we're doing today is a live commentary of probably my favorite Spider-Man movie ever, if I'm going to be honest. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Boy, oh boy, do I love this film. Oh, man. I It's so funny because I never had thought, I guess, or knew I needed it. And how much I would enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. But man, it killed. Bro, I remember when I saw the first preview for it, I was kind of like, is this going to be a TV show? I didn't even completely understand what the idea was. I was right. like, what's the Spider-Verse? What are we getting into? And then I watched this movie, and I was like, holy shit. That, like, that moved me more than any Spider-Man movie ever has before. You know what I'm saying? I think it had the most focus on arc more than anything. Like, it really did feel like an arc movie, not like a, oh, let's just build and build and build to a fight or, like, anything like that. It felt so deep. And I think you get that because of a product of a lot of different characters getting a lot of different attention. Oh, absolutely. And it's a real coming-of-age story, and you never really get that with, uh, with like, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker right. or Andrew absolutely. Garfield's or... And I mean, like, not Tom Holland's is the closest I think so far, but like, it's still not quite what Miles Morales gets in this one movie. You and know? I would say it's funny that it's you say coming of age because I think it's even a coming age for Peter Parker from the other oh. Earth too, in a sense, yeah. because he's growing, going out of some major tragedy. He's kind of entering this like point in life where, like, as a superhero, you're middling, like, mm-hmm. especially him, and given his circumstances and what he's lost up to this point, it's almost like a um, like a coming of age for him too, like a renaissance almost in a way, if that makes sense to kind of connect those two. So it's interesting. Yeah. So let's, let's get right into it. I'm going to queue up into the spider verse here. I'm going to press play. And, uh, if you have access to that movie somewhere, I think it might still be on Netflix. I'm not sure. Uh, I just happen to own the movie, so we're just going to talk right on over it. I'm going to hit play in three, two, one, go. Now we open on a, the, the the whole Sony Marvel deal confused me. I still don't quite get it. Yeah, no, I still don't know the structure and what we're getting and what we are allowed to play with. But I don't know. Hopefully, it's expansive. I love this seat. Like, yo, the, the animation and this making it feel video gamey almost. Like, or not not video gamey, comic booky. Yeah, like it's it feels like an animated. It's comic almost book weird to, to say that this feels like realism. In a sense, because You're of like, right. think about how comic books have been perceived. Like when I think of a comic book and I see it in a movie, I don't think MCU. I think of this. Uh, this seems the most comic booky because it's replicating it on screen, which is nuts to think about. It's just about. putting a comic book in motion. And, and I think that's something that animation can only do. Yeah, that's something animation offers you and you don't get it in a lot of other places. 
uh, and I, I made this point back when we were watching The Mandalorian and we were talking about Ahsoka's character. Like, she could move in the Clone Wars and, like, they couldn't quite replicate that in the same way in The Mandalorian, right. you know. And that's because animation provides them opportunities that you don't quite get in live action. Yeah, absolutely. I loved this introduction, too. Just the visuals in this movie are astounding. I like this uh, recurring theme too of the uh, yes introducing every every Spider Man and every Spider Woman and such. I love paying attention to the advertisements mm-hmm. in the different dimensions. So instead of Coca Cola, it's Coca Soda. Yeah, like and uh, and there's a poster on Miles Morales's wall of Chance the Rapper wearing a hat uh, with a four on it mm-hmm, instead yep. of a three, and I like that too. And I like that uh, all the Peter Parkers are kind of like. You know, they've kind of reached a place in this timeline where they're kind of just. I think the glory out of being a superhero is almost over in this sense. You get the sense that this is now like a nine to five more than it is like a passion or a. Absolutely. It's not about like, I mean, it's about helping people, but it's not like a, it's not as rewarding as it once was probably. It's just kind of a, it's just kind of a, this is what I do because this is what I do. Yeah. And I mean, until, you know. He dies, which is, bro, we'll get to it, but fuck. <laughs> yeah. And you're looking at him. I love that, too. I did, too. And they cut to Miles Morales, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, not the only Spider-Man. And I love that this is his comfort song, Sunflower. I mean, I think it's just funny because, like, when I look at it, I think the same thing. Like... When this song comes on in my car, this is the exact moment I think of, you know? And I, I, I do the, you know... Yeah, exactly. I do, I do the... You know, just the the mumbling. I love how simple things they do to make it seem like a comic book. Like, if you notice when he, like, hit his neck with the pen, like, there's, like, a reverberation. Mm-hmm. Like, you see it, like, drawn on. You can see, like, you can see when something smells, and you can see the motion of something, not just in the animation, but in the uh, in the designs of it. Right. And uh, it's interesting thinking about like uh, what they do in like the Spider-Man video games, and uh, and as opposed to this movie with, uh, you know, his dad or his uncle. Yeah. You got a got a little bit of an inverse there. Definitely. And uh, I'm sorry if you haven't played the video games. We're probably going to be spoiling the stories of those a little bit. Yeah, news. Yeah, be, just be careful. Because you know Miles Morales. I mean, like, how 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 are we going to talk about one Spider-Man? There's just so many versions of that. Absolutely. And I like I like that part where that guy was walking past and he goes, "Did you feel that earthquake last night?" Yeah. And that's because later on there's some sort of warping in time with the. Uh, how inconvenient. In, in all of New York City, you fall into the intersection. Where your dad, where your dad's cop driving car his is cop driving. Car when you're showing up for your first day of school. <laughs> I saw some people lobbying on Twitter after, uh, after all the uh, Black Lives Matter protests against uh, police brutality last, last year to try and get Jefferson Davis to have a different profession in the next Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie. Oh. So that he wasn't a cop anymore. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's like, that's so 
like important though. Like that's like that is that is a part of his character, you know. That's and especially when you think of of the compare, like the contrast between his uncle. Well, and that's, dad. Well, I mean, like, that's the point is that Jefferson Davis is a cop, like, through and through. That man is a cop. Like, <laughs> yeah. Regardless of how you feel about cops, that man's a cop. <laughs> Duke is a fucking cop. Some bro. cops do, but, uh, not your dad. <laughs> not your dad. And I like when he uh, drops him off here and he's like, I love you, Miles. <laughs> Say it back. Because I, uh, I'm 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 a big proponent of that. I say I say I say I love you a lot. So a lot. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, and I, I think he doesn't go about it the right way here, and doing it in front of all the people over the siren. And it's stuff, so but. weird how relatable it feels. Like I've never had this actually happen to me, but I could totally buy it happening to me. Like, oh, I absolutely. They're a, and I like this part here with a. Miles, you know, his dad, his parents are really just doing, sending him to Brooklyn Visions because they feel it's definitely the best move for him. Right. And he's just kind of like, yo, I want to stick with my friends. I like being, I like being in my neighborhood. And that's, that's like a really common theme in Miles Morales' stories. Community and neighborhood. And there it is. (laughs) I love you, dad. I love you, dad. Dad, I love you. That's a copy. <laughs> I just love. I just love it, and uh, I think. Uh, I think I prefer the story. Taking the angle of, and spoiler alert for all Miles Morales stories, uh, Prowler staying alive and his dad dying. Yeah. Just because it feels like so much more realistic that his and like a better story, honestly, that his uncle mentors him and becomes better. Right. You know. I like that twist. I think I one thing I want to touch on with the school scenes here. I love how it is old school when he walks through that neighborhood and he talks to all his old friends. Mm-hmm. He's like the guy. Yeah, and like here you know he, what I mean. He's in with everybody, him. and then you see him get to Brooklyn Visions, and he puts on the same act, like that yeah, same like, like, oh, like, hey, what's up, everybody? Like humor like he's being out there and they are just not having it and it's so interesting to see that like juxtaposition there yeah they're not they're not have and i like that uh the book they keep coming back to is great expectations yes you, did you ever have to read that no i didn't i had to read that my freshman year of high school and uh i'd probably appreciate it more now since i like reading more than i did then but boy oh boy at the time did i fucking hate that book <laughs> I, I just despised that book but you know, it speaks to a lot of things in this in this movie throughout it. Just the uh, just the weight on Miles' shoulders at the time. You know, his parents sending him to the school, hoping that he, you know, succeeds. Right. He's just feeling the pressure, and then obviously he becomes a Spider-Man. Greater expectations there. Right. You know, with greater responsibility because he has greater power and all that. Quite the parallel. We've seen that before. Oh yeah, and all the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I love that we see the scientist, and it's like so unlike, I guess. Oh yeah, unceremonious. It's so inconspicuous. Just, yeah, like they're just. She's just there. She's yeah, on the screen. No one important. And I like this that uh, he he got all the answers wrong because he knew every single answer, and he wasn't smart enough to realize that that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Great expect, and there's the Chance the Rapper poster with the four on the hat. Yes, I love it. I love it too. And I like the homage to real world pop culture. You know, right? Like absolutely. And that it, also speaks to so just weird. how big of a moment Chance the Rapper was. Oh yeah, back in 2016 when he dropped Coloring Book. What oh, bro. Oh, oh, oh! Sicker than your average. So cool, and you can tell you're about to get like. I don't know. After playing the video game, after playing the video game and seeing this now, I so as soon as I hear that, I know I'm getting Aaron. Oh yeah, but it's so weird because before the video game, I don't know if I ever made that like connection. Well, and what's what's cool to me is that like when I hear that, when I hear Biggie coming through on a Miles Morales story set in Brooklyn, like we are we are New York as fuck in this. Yeah. Okay, like this is this is New York through and through. And I love Uncle Aaron. He's just such a great character. He just, yeah, absolutely. And I love that in the MCU, Uncle Aaron is played by Donald Glover. I'm so, I really want that. It just worries me that we didn't get anything about that last movie. It worries me that they have so much they would need to do in this one movie. It honestly makes me more hopeful for more. Well, that and that's the thing. That's something that they could come back to eventually. It's not something they TV have show. To... And I think Donald Glover would be kind of in on that because he's a huge fucking nerd. Community. That man. That man's a massive nerd. Wait, he? Oh, he's not. Wait, he is community, right? Yeah, he's in. Community. Yeah, but he's in. Uh, he's also Lando. He's also Lando Calrissian and yes. Solo, which is fucking nerdy as hell. Can't can't imagine he wouldn't want to play <laughs> i Prowler. love seeing miles like trying to be smooth it's so funny <laughs> hey and that that's what's funny is that like that was something that he felt like he couldn't talk to his dad about but he could talk to his cool uncle aaron about you know? right he's like he's like all right so i found this girl today and i was like yo she kind of cute i want to i want to talk to her and he's Matt. like you got to do the shoulder move <laughs> <laughs> I love this too because I love this, that when it finally sticks through, I, uh, what's that? I was gonna say I love when it finally clicks for him. It's with yeah the most totally ran, or uh, unexpected person. Absolutely, and what's funny is that, or not what's funny, but what's cool in this is that this Aaron having some sort of system underground is something that bleeds through into the video game too. Yes, he, he, had, he had his hideout in the subway tunnels. Yeah. God, I love that video game. It played so fast. I was so upset. So fast. I finished that game in like three days. Yes. But it's just because like I didn't want to stop. You know, I just kept playing that shit. I love this this graffiti scene. It's just so pretty. It really is. This is the most like, this reminded me like, uh, I can't remember the method of art. I want... I love black sheep in the background. Mm. Oh, yes. This mix. And this uh this spider This is also uh, New York as fuck. Also New York as fuck. They just like there's so many different there's different spirits of New York, you know, and they they touch on them all. Like the only I don't know if they ever get a Mob Deep song in, but if they did, bro, or Wu-Tang, like there's just so many different flavors from 90s New York, you I know? know. I mean, there still is. I mean, fucking there's just so many great artists out of New York. The spider was interesting to me from the moment I saw this because it was confusing to me. Is it is it electronic? Is it a yeah? What's is it? Bi- is it a biological spider? I still don't quite understand. 
And, you know, we got the no expectations art from Miles. That is so cool. What he wishes he could have. <laughs> just like, man, wish I could just be, be me. Live. Can I live? I think it's crazy Uncle Aaron ain't seen that spider on his hood. I know. That's a big-ass spider, bro. I feel like you would and feel little, it, too. Like, it's got to be a little heavy. And I love this scene where he gets bit. And it's like something's, like, morphing inside of him, but then he just kind of flicks it off. <laughs> I know. You see stuff start to flow. It's like, ah, shit. Yo, and this is perfect, too. This was, like, my favorite explanation well, I feel of like a... this is always a huge part in Spider-Man's like you get like these dramatic like and what's fighting scenes what's interesting too is that we never got that with like Tom Holland's Spider-Man like, I guess that's true he just you just drop in and he's already Spider-Man I want to know how I want to know too and I mean like obviously it's, well, it's, okay. it's a variation what's it's interesting a is he has his own, he makes his web shooters Mm-hmm. But I, that doesn't explain how he has like the powers he still has. Yeah, to stick to the walls. And Unless such. it's just you're allowing Tom Holland to be Tom Holland, and that'd be like, your explanation. I love the com uh, comic uh, comments. Oh, absolutely, it's awesome, and like it's it's inner dialogue that's working whenever he's talking about it. Yes, and I think it's cool that Genki's such a big part of the video game. I know. I love Genki in the video game. Yes, I like that. The body, uh, the differences in his body are also something that, like, Tobey Maguire experienced in uh, the original Spider-Man, I Yes, remember. the sweating. Oh, and also he got fucking jacked in a matter of minutes. Or the, just uh, or the Andrew dude. Garfield, uh, they're kind of pulling from all of them, honestly, with the Andrew Garfield uh, hand sticking scene. Mm-hmm. He sticks it on the girl's dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gwanda. <laughs> it's so funny to see her like stumble here because like she's so spider-man characters are typically supposed to be the ones that are a little nerdy a little stumbly mm-hmm. yeah which i guess peter uh andrew Garf- garfield's peter parker was pretty freaking smooth but when you look like andrew garfield you probably have a tough time trying to act anything other oh yeah i mean he's just <laughs> <laughs> bro hey like how he's got to be smart enough to know that's not like something you just drop in the middle of a conversation oh man your hair ever got stuck in a girl your hand ever got stuck in a girl's hair um no (laughs) i can't say it has either i wish i had that had that spider-man power though i've always wished that ever since i was a youngin (laughs) to stick to stick I want to climb. I want to climb walls. That sure looks fun as fuck. I think it would be nice because you could use it to like. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> He's got. She's got a handprint in the side of her head. I like you cut, G. <laughs> He's still got the hair on his hands. <clears throat> that would feel so gross. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that feels great. This the sense of panic. This reminds me if of you the, have anxiety, uh, you've probably this reminds experienced me of Tito this. the anxiety spe- mosquito. Yeah. If you've seen Big Mouth season four, yeah. If you have anxiety, you actually know exactly how he's feeling at this yep, exact moment. Precisely. 
And I also like how he, there was like a moment during all that that he was like, why is that girl so tall? Like, <laughs> like all of them were intrusive thoughts. And then that one, he was just like, huh, that woman's really tall. <laughs> it's also funny that the only office he dips into is the security guard's office. Yeah, what are the odds? <laughs> he looks like a character out of Coco almost. He kind of does. God, just the animation is just so fucking interesting to look at. I just love the comic book flair. Uh huh. <laughs> and I like that, like, his origin story here, he actually just, like, reads straight from Don't a comic book sticking. here in a second. And throughout this scene, they show the comic bubbles to show you that this is. I know. This is basically that origin. <laughs> I want some more Spider Gwen. I think she's a great character. Do you think we could get TV shows? Do you think they get a movie? They get more movies because uh, I I don't know what Sony's streaming deal is going to be or what it even is at the moment. So it it'd be kind of senseless to give them a TV show at the moment. I think. True. But I think we're we're definitely getting a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse 2. That's already been announced. Absolutely. I just didn't know if you thought maybe they'd get like a Spider-Gwen movie. Or, or like a spinoff. I think yeah. Spider-Gwen just kind of stays in, in, in Miles Morales' bubble, you know? He's like, he's like, it's bro, ain't no, ain't no way I'm actually a Spider-Man, bro. I'm just, I'm, he... I'm just growing through the change. Fucking jumped over a taxi. Jeez. Like 10 feet over a taxi. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta call Uncle Aaron. That's who I call. If I'm like, yo, I got spider powers. What you think, Uncle Aaron? <clears throat> yeah, I'd definitely call my uncle, not my dad. Actually, well, I mean, I, if I were Miles. Oh, if, yeah, if yeah. If it yeah. were me, I don't know if I'd call my uncle over my dad. I don't, I don't think I'd, I, I think I'd probably, I'd probably, call my girlfriend be like yo you're not gonna fucking believe this <laughs> gotta gotta tell her like ryan reynolds and deadpool <laughs> super penis <laughs> i like the him returning to the scene of the uh, it seems so much darker and like not fun and not as fun yeah like what were they doing this how'd they get the lights up a spider with this like dark He's like, tunnels. it's boring how normal this spider is. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, by the way, I didn't tell the audience. We're watching this on my new fucking projector screen. So this is basically like we're at the movie theater. Yeah, and it's fucking sick. wonderful. It just makes everything in this... Oh, just everything so much prettier when it's bigger, you know? That's what Th she said. Y this almost... <laughs> 
the the way he's like seeing things and like it's shake certain things are shaking him up in the reactions. If you guys can remember, like this reminds me of a Call of Duty sequence from like the old video yes. game campaigns, like especially Black Ops. You think of Mason, bro, like the the, the, the controller numbers, vibrates the and numbers. the screen shakes a little bit. Mm. Yes, and then like the just all of the stuff. Like I, I know that's a very strange comparison to make, but no, I I get it, and I like this this rendition of the Green Goblin. So different. So different. Um, but one I invite, and yeah. one, and one that I think I think if the it's MCU, something you only pull off in a cartoon. I think that if the MCU introduces a Green Goblin, it should be like the, uh, like what we've seen before in the original Spider-Man trilogy. But I wouldn't be surprised if they went this route, like this massive creature, really? just because I feel like they they are at a point where that could be like a spectacle, you know, like a certain. Okay. A certain flair in a movie, you okay. know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta have the big, <clears throat> the big, big problem, you know? Like, uh, Far From Home had the elementals that, like, were big and horrifying to look at a little bit, you know? And right. I think, like, if you bring a green goblin like that to life, shit looks crazy. Oh, yeah. And I love that, uh... The motion in these oh, are so good. So and good. all... I didn't realize how much I liked it and how cool it is until I used it in the video game. They Yo, have it with Miles Morales. You like can the get zip this and stuff. Yes, yes, the motion turns into the into the Spider Verse. That's a mod you can get for your suit, and it is so sick to move and fight like that. And it looked just like the Spider Verse. Oh, it's so god, awesome. that's so fucking cool. I didn't I didn't have that because I have the PS4. But oh man, dude, I I love playing that video game. And I'm, in fact, I'm almost certainly gonna play it tonight now. Oh, absolutely. I I'm going to move the PlayStation down here. We can do it on the projector here. It's going to be wonderful. Brilliant. Brilliant. And see, I like this. This is that Chris Pine, Peter Parker. He seems just so, like, I don't know. He's so, like, uh, like I, I hate to say high on a pedestal because it's not like an arrogance or a cockiness. Thing. No, he just knows what he's, he's doing. He's just so noble, I guess. And he's so, yeah, like you said, he's just been around the block, you know. He knows... And like, and he was immediately down. He was like, "Oh yeah, if you've got the same thing as me, well, guess what? I'm definitely going to teach you." And it kind of makes you wonder if he's had some of the same problems and struggles that the other dimensions Peter Parker had, where the whole kid thing was super scary. This might be a chance to kind of branch into that. Like, I don't know if that's quite the case because I remember when he dies here in a little bit. Oh, we got the introduction of Prowler right there. Oh, the theme of Prowlers. Oh, so cool. It reminds me, actually, of the Dark Troopers. Yes. And the Mandalorian. Yes. (laughs) It's got that same vibe. The World Star Generation. Exactly. He's like, well, I've got to record this. And I mean, why wouldn't you? Spider-Man. Oh, this scene was so cool when he stopped it and then... (laughs) So gross. And what's... Spider-Man is always, like, after a certain point, cocky, you know? He, right. That's point. That's part of it of the Spider-Man persona is that that the quips. And the, stuff. Yeah, the quips. Like you gotta have you gotta have those ready. And I, I think, love Kingpin clicking the pen. Something so small and simple, but man, is it awesome! It's because he's such a big dude and showing that he can, he can control himself. Like he's it's just a, it's imposing as hell and ominous. They really stomping around upstairs. Goddamn. And and what I also like is that they they humanize Kingpin to a point. Yeah. 
Like, he's doing all this to try and reunite with his family. It's in a really fucking wild fucking way. But I you love know. that this projector thing looks like a fucking Flint Lockwood invention. <laughs> it's <laughs> the Flint's the number for her. <laughs> Flint Lockwood! Flint Lockwood! God damn, I think there's a marathon upstairs. We're playing some living room basketball, guaranteed. Q didn't get enough minutes in the game. What's that? Q didn't get enough playing in on the actual oh, court. I bet, I bet it's Griffin and my dad. <laughs> and I like that, uh, I love that in this movie that sometimes the background isn't, like, it's, it's comic booky, but like they give it like this 3D feel. Yeah, it's so weird how simultaneously like three dimensional can feel, and how also sometimes it can have a much needed like quiet stillness exactly. to it. You know what I mean? And I don't I, know if that makes sense, but like, and I love the way they portray the dips into a different uh, yeah, dimension. like that. I get you that like, like, as a as a digital glitch. Yes, like it's not just like a. Like portraying that as a digital glitch is something you can only pull off in animation. That doesn't that doesn't no, bode, that doesn't bode well at all in live action. And I love that they take advantage of something like that as an artistic choice. Yeah. Not no. just not and it and it's cool as fuck. It's fucking awesome. I, I can't even comprehend how much work it would have took to do that. No, they are stomping their asses off up there. Man, and you see Spider-Man beat up, beat to shit like this a lot, and 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 other movies and stuff. And the video game, and too. in the video game, oh, especially in, in the, the video first game, video bro, game at the they end beat with Doc the Ock, shit out of him in his Doc Ock suit when he uh, gets his shit ripped up. Yeah, and and but see, like what what we're used to seeing when Spider-Man is beat to shit like this is a moment of gathering and then triumph and triumph yes Which just is him so prevailing different him prevailing so yeah. when when i watched this for the first time i was shocked oh it comes off guard for sure cuz you feel like oh he comes out of this scenario every time why would i assume any different now absolutely i really hope you cannot hear them stomping when we're over the recording cuz jesus fucking christ <laughs> hey man i hate to be a bum but can you turn up the volume a little maybe just yeah. a hair just a hair. I don't want it to be too loud for the audience. I get you. And it's just so wild that he just he just gets him and that's that. Never seen a blonde Peter Parker. That I'm not used to. Yeah, definitely different. It was strange. I was like, yo, what? Prowler don't fuck around, bro. I love this this uh, this version of Prowler, but I really enjoy the suit they give Prowler in the video game. Yes, bro, it's outstanding, and it's and the so and the and the fucking uh, Prowler suit they give Miles Morales. Yes. Oh, that's seeing wonderful. Kingpin do it this way is just so dark. Yo, it literally just so crushing much more brutal. him. Just crushing him with like a hammer fist. It's like, god damn. Kill that guy. Kill that guy. 
Oh man, the silence when it's kill that guy, and then seeing wow. seeing Prowler, and then not only that, but he runs right past the thing that they created together, that oh, they bonded over, yes, is it. so like a good touch. What does he? What does a P, other dimension Peter Parker call that thing? Uh, the uh, the it starts with a G. The get ah, what's it called? I cannot. It's not coming to me. It's not coming to me either. The goo, the goober, the goober. He definitely calls it the goober. So funny. I don't know why I thought of that, but that made me laugh. The fucking goober. I'm a goofy goober, man. You're a goofy goober, yeah. Way to close that gap, goobers, man. Close another one. Oh man, he's doing Yo, his jays. That, that dude in the jays, and I was so pissed. That the video game made it, Sony made a deal with Adidas. I know. Bro, when I saw that, that Jordans means... are the spirit of Miles Morales. It's a culture bro. thing. You can't just give them. You no. can't just be like, "Oh, we sold Miles Morales's shoes." No, no, no. he needs the Jays. He needs the. Oh, ones. I love this part. This is Post Malone. If you don't know this, did you hear that? Yeah, I think it's a Banksy. That's Post Malone. I did not know that's Post Malone. Yes. That's awesome, though. I, as soon as I heard it, I could tell. And yeah, it's funny because if Banksy. you've seen it, it's funny if you've seen any of Banksy's art. How it's kind of funny to think that yeah. like people would try to value that at so much money. Oh, absolutely. Banksy's uh, he's, he's pretty simplistic. Yeah, and very expensive. Absurdly. See, and that's the earthquake the kid was talking about at the beginning of the movie. Their family looks so wholesome. It's it's a good looking family over it there. Is. I like uh the Maya is it Mia Morales? What's his what's his mom's name? Maria? I yeah, I think it's Mar- Maria Morales? I think so. Gosh, now I don't know how I'm blanking at this. But yes, I'm pretty sure. Well, she's such a big part of the video game, and I love I know. her part in the video game, and especially the way that she finds out. You know, and the way that a, a group of people finds out and they stick with him, you know? I know. That that part was, like, a video, a video game has not brought me to tears, but that Rio. did. Rio Morales. Maria wasn't that far off. Okay, I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with that. That's at least in the video game. I'm assuming it's the same, but... I'm assu- yeah, I'm assuming they stick with the same name for the mother. Man, and this this song that plays when over the report that Spider Man's dead, this brought me to tears I'm the first time I watched scared. this. Just like, cause I was, I was thinking like, yo, yo, and I I hate to bring it here, but like the closest this has ever felt to in real life is Kobe Bryant dying. Yeah, like this this is exactly what happened when Kobe Bryant died. The reaction, died. yes. The, oh, yes. I Every, see what you're everyone just sitting there looking at their it phone. It almost in felt like the world disbelief. was everyone, everyone was paused and on the same subject for just a moment. Everyone. And like, I mean, kids all around the world lost a hero. And like that's so now when I watch that scene, that's what I think of, and it makes me all the more sad. <laughs> no, that's brutal. Oh, and then this the, doesn't and help then that either. doesn't help. The Stan Lee cameo. Fuck. Eventually. Eventually. 
No, no refunds or returns ever. His little teeth glint. <laughs> uh, Stanley was so wholesome. I love reading. Uh, I've gotten more into reading comic books in this last year, and uh, I love reading uh, old Marvel books on the uh, on Marvel Unlimited because they've they've got those Stan soapbox. Oh letter, yeah. Letters from Stan Lee and a bunch of ran and just a bunch of the books, and they're all new. They're all brand new, and it's just like God. This man was just, he was so wholesome. He just, I know. He, he met, the, he, he had the best intentions in the world. He really did. <coughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> probably I not know, you I love specifically. This part. Probably not you specifically, but yeah, go ahead. I like how, so I think he goes through, do you think he goes through these because of what happened when he was uh, stuck on the side in that origin? Yes, that he's like, he's like, okay, well, if this is what I did, what should I do? Again? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's like, all right. Well, if other spider, if the other Spider-Man has done this, this was really funny because, like, I feel like typically you don't see this like he's like struggle, right, no, I guess, is... to like get the courage. Like, I feel like Tobey Maguire kind of went for it. Like, yeah, it's not a, it's, and uh, <laughs> I just love that they they were just like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna go to a. It definitely building. adds to the like adolescence of him too. Like, we're realizing, like, this is just a check for like, hey, he's young. You know this, right? Like and also, really it's a real it's a real white man ass thing to do to just go jumping off a of building. <laughs> yeah, definitely reckless. No, he tripped over his shoelace. The Jordans betrayed him. Thank God he bounced off that flag. And here's a nod to ah broke the goober. Damn shame. Damn it's so shame. sad because 42. this is a mo- It's so sad because this is oh Jackie Robinson. Damn. Got to think got to think that was an homage. Brooklyn too. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dodgers, that's absolutely what it was an homage to. Dude, this is so crazy to me because it's so funny or well, it's not funny, but it's sad that like this moment where he was looking for a moment of like courage and like I guess a moment for he was trying to prove to himself like that he is like he can be a hero and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got the one thing he needs to keep safe, and like that is his ticket to being a hero. You know, that's what he's supposed to use. And yeah. in his attempt to like prove to himself, he breaks it. Yeah, it's like damn, that's crushing as fuck. That would like, not be only crushing. did you just take, like, did not only did you just fall off this building and get fucked up. And he comes to his grave and apologizes for letting him down. You know, I know. He's like, how am I supposed to fucking do this? I mean, can't. Like I, I, in theory, I would like these. Like, but like, I wouldn't do anything with them. Right. It's so crazy how that looked like Prowler at first. Did you think that? What's that? Watch if you go if you rewind it just for just a second. His ah, cape. We're doing a live commentary. I can't rewind. But true. His cape looked like a uh, looked like Prowler. Oh from yeah. Or not his cape, but his coat. His coat. His coat yeah. Like his uh. His collar. Yeah, his collar was popped, and he looked like Prowler almost. He looks at him, he's like, yo, what the fuck? This is Peter Parker. And I like that this is uh, Jake Johnson. Yes. I love Jake Johnson. Got Nick Miller up in here being Spider-Man. And this is Nick Miller as Spider-Man. Like, that's exactly what this is. Oh, no. And I love that. So this one's Coca-Cola. So this one, it's kind of interesting. Like, you know how I talked about the different ads are different things Mm -hmm. in different dimensions? This one was actually Coca-Cola. Yeah. So that means that this one technically could take place in our like universe? this is our this is 
TGI Spideys. I guess we don't have TGI Spideys. We do have TGI Fridays. True. True. God. I buried, I buried Aunt May. Oh, man. That's so I was in, rough. I was in my apartment doing crunches, getting fit. <laughs> I fucking love... And, like, I love that this is, like... This is Spider-Man. Like... There's superheroes. Superheroes can get depressed, too. Yeah, I just think this is a definitely a more, like... I don't know. When you see Peter struggle in, like, the original Spider-Man movies, and, like, you see him struggle with, like, not having MJ or whatever, mm-hmm. it, like, doesn't hit... I don't know. This is, like... This shows, like, the... Not, like, trying to get uh, MJ. This is, like, after you've already achieved a lot and, like, become a hero. You've already hit the peak. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's on like, his Like, you decline. don't get that with the other Peter Parker. No, you don't. Like, that's, like, him on his, like, up and coming and whatever. This one's on the down and out. And now he's and he needs motivation again. He needs something right. to motivate him back to, you know, spidered him. <laughs> and I think it can serve as a reflection, like, hey, man, I, I, like, look at all this stuff in this dimension and, like, look at what I was in this dimension. I need to go back to my dimension and, like, get back to being this. Like, that reality check almost, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't absolutely. take it for granted. Yeah, he's like, I, what I do is important. I can inspire like he did Miles, you know. Yeah, Stephen Curry cameo there in the background. I, I saw that. that. Seth Hold Rogen. your horses, Seth Rogen. Planet. Planet, Inglewood, Inglewood instead of Hollywood. Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, hi, hello. That actually yes. exists. Mm-hmm. Well, we got John Mulaney as a voice in this. Yes. As Spider-Ham. Spider Spider Peter Porker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love this too. Just Comes the, back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> I love this part. Just them being dragged away on the train. So funny. And he wakes up for a spell, but immediately gets knocked the fuck back out. <laughs> I love a. Uh, I, I, I like how he uses his. Yeah, he web uses shooters. his web shooter. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Big jackass vibes. Big jackass vibes. With a wee man and Preston. <laughs> Adios. Adios. I'll say that's something I don't think they did enough in the movie that they did really well about in the video game. Yes, is, is he did speak incorporating a, lot of Spanish. a Spanish heritage. Uh, just, and like his culture was just so important. I know in, and his, in the video game, it was perfect. Yes. Especially without his dad, you know, his mom is really all he has left, and yeah, she's exactly. Latina. So I think it's probably understandable that that culture might start to kind of become a little more, I guess, Prevalent. prominent in yeah. his life. I like the, uh, and just like the importance of music to Miles Morales in both, in the different ways with like in this story and in the video game, the way that he makes beats with his uncle in the video game and he, you know, like his dad is like his biggest inspiration for any music. Right. It's just so awesome to see. I think I love, what I love about this, uh, movie and also I guess in the video game, Snowy New York. 
fuck yes. They I didn't incorporate it. that in the first Spider-Man game. You had some like really torrential rain on occasion, but you never got snow in the first Spider-Man Miles game. Miles is so pre- – like, that's like almost the whole game is snowy. Yeah, and I like when you get to the point where you can change the – yeah. Change the vibe because I like I like that sunset, New York, bro. Swinging around at sunset just hits different. Oh yeah, I forgot it goes black. Oh, for that I long. was like, I was confused. Whoa, did we lose it? That took that took that that was a much longer pause than I'm used to. <laughs> I like that he tied him up. I like how he deepens his voice. I got some questions. Like he's clearly a child, <laughs> right? I like that. Like, this only takes a few guesses for him to get exactly right. Why is your body a different shape? Did you just call me fat? <laughs> wow, that was really just That a sounds guessy. just like Nick Miller. Oh, I mean, and like there was that part earlier in their montage where he's like, it showed him like his belly plopping out of his suit and him eating pizza, and he's like, I was, I was in my, I was in my apartment working out, doing ab crunches, right. getting strong, and I was like, that's just so Nick Miller bleeding oh, through absolutely. in his performance. And I like that both of them have that hero's journey, like we've been saying, like he's. He's not game at first. He's like, nah, I gotta get back, and I'm not gonna help you at all. <laughs> no, I'm not. Other dimension, like thinking about other dimensions potentially, is just so fucking mind blowing. Don't even open that can of worms. No, let's do it, dude. We gotta talk for two hours. We gotta, we gotta get something else going too. The dimension, okay. What I think is crazy to think about, and I kind of talked to you about this in the group chat, the fact that, like, the alien stuff is about to come out is so exciting. Oh, like, we're, we're, we're definitely about to get alien news? Yes. Think? Yes. The fact that they just happened to news dump that in with COVID shit just to make it, like, slip under the radar. Like, nah, motherfuckers, we saw that. You guys got to release your shit in 150 days. Let's go. Give me the aliens. Give me Let's the go. aliens. Bro, I... Here's the thing is that we got that news that like Trump, like the Israeli, the former Israeli defenseman or whatever said that like they've been in contact with the Galactic Federation and America knows about it and specifically Donald Trump knows about it, but they told him to keep it a secret so that, dude, cause we're not ready yet. But it's like, there's no fucking way if Donald Trump met with aliens, he wouldn't get on Twitter and go, and, oh, absolutely and go bro. Guys, guess what? <laughs> I met absolutely. with fucking aliens. That's how great I am. I met with aliens, and you know, well, you know, today Twitter suspended uh, Donald Trump. I saw that. Better late than never. That is nuts. I, I never would have thought that a they would have finally of did such that. High honor. He's the, the president a, of the United States. Yeah, and you got banned on Twitter. That's middle school shit, bro. That's some middle school shit. <laughs> I got my Twitter accounts, my first Twitter account suspended for telling Donald Trump Jr. to go fuck himself. <laughs> wow. I like how Miles just pouts here. Yeah, and he's he's, he's squatting on the building. <laughs> it's so funny how Peter is like suckered into this because you think a kid, a guy, 
I think it's probably. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that he didn't have kids on the other? I think it does, and I think it's something. It's it something, weighs on him. Not like it. He regrets the fact that he wasn't willing to because it cost him MJ. Right. You know, so he's like, maybe this is a way he can retroactively fix that. Not a second to lose as he starts chowing Just on this. Just chowing down, bro. Potentially I want some top food. like five most appetizing looking burgers. Potentially. You know what's top one for me in that conversation in terms of TV or movie? What? Marshall Erickson's description of the burger and How I Met Your Mother. It's not ringing a bell. You don't remember the episode where they ran around New York looking for the perfect burger that he found when he was like oh, first got there? Oh, yes, 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 yes. He's yes. like, he's like, the meat swirling and twirling in your mouth. <laughs> He's just going in, and then, like, Lily's like, and you got our wedding vows off the internet. <laughs> you know what else sounds good? What's that? Or I want to try those things from Jimmy Neutron. <sighs> Fuck, yes, bro. That that gum shit? Yes, and you know what else I thought was hella cool when I was a kid? In Spy Kids, when they had the McDonald's thing, the microwave McDonald's thing in the submarine. Mm. Yes. Dude. Oh, I love this montage, like super like eighties, like rock. Oh, absolutely. Vibes. And I like that Miles Morales wanted a cape. I just had immediate Edna Mode flashbacks. <laughs> Knock it. <laughs> All heroes with capes get shit on. Except Superman and Batman. That's true. I was watching uh Batman the animated series the other day. Because they just added it to HBO Max, right? And I didn't, I forgot completely that the Incredibles montage, like, it's just so clearly inspired by Batman the Animated Series. What happens in Batman the Animated Series? N- not, not like the story, but the animation itself. Oh. Like, and, the and not, style? The, not the animation all the way through the Incredibles, but like, you remember the beginning where they show like the, uh, the like kind of silhouette vibes yes of them like running around and you kind of get their outlines and stuff that's a very batman the animated series feel is it really yeah and like it's and like they're they're clearly trying to pay homage to that kind of feel like they want the superhero like they wanted the that superhero feel to it that's awesome it was cool i like how he just elbowed that rock and split off a huge chunk and he's like oh that's new <laughs> I love that part with the uh, the thought bubbles popping up as he's saying, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And they each pop up as he's walking along. And that's kind of the sentiment from Miles Morales and everything. It's like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. Like when he's with Genki in the video game, and Genki's like, what kind of friend would I be if I didn't try to take down evil corporations with you, you know? like <laughs> Fight the power! <laughs> I was uh, I was watching uh this uh, the history of swear words on Netflix the other day, and the first episode is about the word fuck, and oh. uh, they discuss fuck the police for a little bit. Do uh, they really? Uh, just the impact that uh, NWA had when they said, and they they made the point that the song "Fuck the Police" and "Fight the Power" came out the same year. Crazy. So you had like this different, these different takes on the same thing, fight the power, just blaring on the East Coast, and fuck the police on the West Coast, from and two different the fr- sides of the two, continent. And you basically. just, you just got like this revolution 
like sort it's of funny energy. to see how it would meet in the middle. Absolutely. I like uh, I like that Peter. This Peter Parker is actually kind of smooth with it, even though he is yeah, a bit out of shape. Yeah, it's just like it's kind of interesting. You just see it like he's wearing sweatpants. He's got a gun. Yeah, on him. it's just way more casual. He has to sing Sunflower to disconnect from the uh, from the light. I know. I love it. And I love this take on Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. Dude, fucking awesome. He's slow, slowly finger Each by finger. finger. Because <laughs> he's starting to dance with it, he can't. He can't help it, you know. <laughs> what I am excited for is uh, the old Doc Ock to come back. Yes, in Spider Man Three. What's his name, Victor? Uh, I cannot remember his last name for the life of me. Or is it Vincent? I, can't I like remember. how in this moment, when it's like super, when she's coming, he immediately just pops invisible. And that was another really cool reveal in the, uh, in the video yeah. game. Bro, and that was like impactful too, cause that was like an actual commentary on shit too. Right. Like how that company was just willing to shoot first, ask questions later, and like in that moment he had no choice but to fucking turn invisible. That was the only thing that was gonna save him. And it just happened. I thought it was interesting that she immediately knew it was a different Peter Parker uh-huh. and wasn't phased by that at all. It was just kind of like, uh-huh. It is interesting that she works for Alchemax, though. The kind of spider that bit Miles was built by Alchemax. Yo. So I wonder... I like how she just has this chair casually chilling in her... Yeah, that's uh, that's alarming, actually. Yeah. Like, how discreet are you trying to be, ma'am? It did look like a pretty casual chair, though. Initially. He's just taking the whole fucking computer. And what's funny is he doesn't need the monitor. (laughs) His glitch. (laughs) No, no, I don't know. I just love Jake Johnson. And I think he's, he's just one of the funniest dudes. And the reveal, so satisfying. Dr. Olivia Octavius, and she... God, and that's such a sick version of the suit. The goggles. God, that's such a... It's such a cool, corny line, you know? Yeah. My friends call me Liv. My enemies call me Doc Ock. I got it handled, buddy. So like, don't you fucking worry. I got this. And got Gwanda there. <laughs> Gwanda in this hoe. Dude, she just popped that exercise ball. You know how hard those things are to pop? I don't think I ever realized that Gwen Stacy shows up in that part. You never realized that? No, because like, I always felt like she popped up out of fucking nowhere. I don't know why. Like, you know, when she makes her reveal here in a few. (coughs) Sorry. 
Oh, one of my favorite little teeny things happens right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he takes a bagel. He's walking through barefoot. I love that. They all pull out weapons. They all, they've all, they're all strapped up, bro. They're all. I ready. love this part. If you watch, <laughs> do you see when it hits him? What it it's says? A bagel. It says bagel on it. <laughs> That's outstanding. Nice catch. I, I love this little part too because Thwip. obviously it's rewarding for Miles to swing for the first time. But when you look through the the lens of it being for Peter, it's cool too. He's he's teaching someone how to do something, and it's actually showing it's bearing fruit immediately, and he's feeling right. good about it. He's like, "Huh, I could I could get used to this a little bit, you know." Yeah, he definitely likes the feeling of accomplishment. Well, I mean, it's probably refreshing because he probably wasn't getting much like out of you. Oh, no, like what probably, you said, it's probably he's not getting very much out of being defeating the villains anymore. Absolutely, and I mean, like he was obviously falling into sort of depression back onto his back on his right. uh, dimension. So, oh, that scene was so cool to me when I first so saw it. So cool. rips the tearing tree in the tree apart. Kind of reminds me of when Ahsoka chops the tree down in a. Mm. That episode of The Mandalorian. I just bring everything back to Star Wars as much as I can. Which is funny because when we talked about uh, Star Wars, I feel like we go back to Marvel all the time. Well, I mean, like, how am I not going to talk about both the things that I love a lot? Uh. I think it's interesting to see how instincts can tend to take over. Like, exactly. in that moment where it, it was yeah. so high pressure, like, it's so funny how, His like, adrenaline just kicks in. Yeah. I love this part where they're flipping together. <laughs> it's awesome. You're a natural. You're a natural. I love it. And this is so pretty. The forest they're swinging through and everything. You're there. Me as the teacher who could still do it. You as the student who could do it, but not as well. <laughs> and a sad glitch. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Can't have that unplugging. And Enter Wanda. Gwen. What did she stand to gain from webbing them up, though? I don't know. Spider I love Gwen. her theme. Yo, and and her costume. That's her such a nice looking fucking uh, suit. It's not a lot of superhero outfits that are quite as cool designed just like that. Again, original, you know. Yes. You don't see Look it. how she thwips, but it's so much quicker. And I like how shoes are ballerina shoes. Uh-huh. Show her, like, just how smooth she is. Uh-huh. And I like that the uh, the webbing on her suit, like, you know, the... Like, on Spider-Man's, it's it's red with that black webbing. Hers is that, that like, turquoise blue. Yes. And so are her ballerina shoes, which is dope. And I like that all of them have that intro of them jumping off the building so that later when Miles does it, you know, uh, yeah, that, I like you how, know that's him officially becoming Spider-Man. Right, and I also like how she plays an instrument, and I feel like like she's in that band, but mm -hmm. I feel like her intro, like her theme when she came on, like her... It's, uh, it's a rock It's a yeah, rock. Yeah, it's theme, like you know? a band feel. Yeah, it's got that garage band vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, she's hashtag quirky. Yes. Almost e-girlish. A little e-girl-ish, for sure. I love this animation for the traveling between dimensions. That, like, kind of universe vibe. Yes. Kind of like, you get that a little bit in Doctor Strange at point. Uh -huh. 
get a weekend uh, in the background. Had so. an even bigger chance the rapper with the four on the hat right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot she revi- arrived a week in advance. Because that shit was warping time and shit. Because <laughs> uh, you fucked it up. Save it for Comic-Con. Save it for Comic-Con. I love it. I love the the fourth wall breaks that they do. And they, they only do it like two times. But when they do it, it's hilarious. It seems very precise. Calculated. Yeah. Oh, this flashback. With with the clint with the clicking of the pen too. Yes. Man. I wonder if uh her hair is designed like that. It reminds me of Frankenstein's wife, you know. Uh-huh. With the the black and the white stripe, maybe it's like a sign of how much of a monster that uh, Kingpin had become. True. This is Tombstone with him, right? Yes. And I like how they never explicitly state who his crew is. It's just that like you're supposed Uh to know, and if you know, you know. Because they also got a scorpion. Oh, yeah, they do. And his, the version of Scorpion in the original, in the uh, first Spider-Man game that came out in 2018 was pretty cool, too. I liked that one. Yeah. The way he used these, uh, those, like, hallucinogenics to... Basically said, hey, drop a tab, get shit on. Yeah, exactly. Made Peter have a bad trip. It's like that Sent Eric, it's like quest. that, it's like the Eric Andre clip. <laughs> it's super fucked up, but he's like... We used to give LSD to Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> I, get, I know what you're saying. He's like, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Andre is so fucking funny. Uh, oh, God. Let me terrible. in. <laughs> Let, Let me in. <laughs> oh, that's so relevant right now. It really is. He was outside the Capitol. <laughs> He's screaming, Let me in. Oh, my God. A coup d'etat, a coup d'etat, a coup d'etat. <laughs> I like how Peter's just like smiling because he's like, oh, look at this young love going on right next I to I know. I'll, and this is, everything here is just really cathartic, I feel like. This like, you reminds feel like, me so much of Aunt May's house and like. And, and Toby Maguire's. Yes. yes. Big time. And uh, I love that where this could have been like really bad, May and Peter's like reunited. They just made it like a really cathartic experience for both of them. Yes. They were just like, oh, it's nice to see you again, and it's nice to see you again, because they've each had to sadly say goodbye to the other in their dimension. Well, what's interesting, too, is that uh, I guess May was kind of in the know about these alternate dimension arrivals, you know? Right. Because she's already met the others, I'm pretty sure, by this point. <laughs> what dimension are you from? Brooklyn? I like how important the goober is. 
Yeah, like you need you need to hold on to that goober. I like you know? how badass Aunt May is just kicking down doors. I like this version of Aunt May, and uh, it's interesting all the different renditions of she Aunt May we like get. She seems like much more of a like I hate to say sidekick, but almost like well, it's like a like a like an Alfred almost. That's what I was thinking. It's like an Alfred to Batman sort of sort of deal. Kind of aiding and abetting his Spider Manning, you know, and I yeah. and I kind of want that to be what like Marissa Tomei's Aunt May would do. Oh, I just want Marissa Tomei to be on my screen for at least two <laughs> hours. That's all I need, baby. <laughs> Marissa Tomei is a lovely woman. She is fine as wine. <laughs> I like all these different suits in the background. The Spider Man suit all... from the first video game is in there. And there's a few of them that uh-huh. are in there too. I think yeah. They've got that black one with the uh, red stripes and the blue outline, and that one right next to it with the green uh-huh. is in there. And the I'm pretty sure the gold one. The right cape. There. Yep, the cape gives me a Doctor Strange cape vibes. Yeah. I wonder if there's a spider. I wonder if there's a Marvel comic story somewhere in the lore where, like, some other hero besides Doctor Strange becomes the protector of the time stone like what if like Spider-Man got that fucking cape and he had access to the time stone like and like for what reason but like how that would what be if nuts. that'd be that'd be kind of fucking cool you know I like how in that scene where he's looking at the uh, original Spider-Man suit and he's looking at it and he's looking in the mask and he's not quite up to it in the reflection mm-hmm. you notice how he's like below it yeah that feeling that like I feel like it just drives that sense of like he's not quite there yet yeah Spider-Noir Spider-Man Noir is a good comic series too. Yeah, it's fucking it's gritty and it's entertaining, and I like it a lot. And I like the different animation styles. They incorporate anime, and then with a uh, Porker, they uh, got a real Looney, Looney Tunes Tune vibe. Yeah, Looney Tunes vibe. It can get weirder. Just wash my hands. That's why they're wet. <laughs> I love John Mulaney. Dude, I do too. He's so funny. Nick Cage actually hosts that uh, uh, history of swear words on Netflix. Does he really? Yeah. So like the the very first opening scene is like about fuck, and he's like he's just dropping fuck over and over. He goes fuck, 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 fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> he just keeps doing it. That's awesome. It's outstanding. They also have more versions of those noir comics than just Spider-Man. They have, like, Wolverine noir and stuff like that. Oh, really? And Wolverine noir, that's That's even grittier and darker than Spider-Man, bro. (laughs) Lieutenant Aldo Rain, here to kill Nazis. (laughs) Here to kill Nazis. Gorlami. Gorlami. Hey, where's the freaking uh, Gabagoo? I like how it's kind of a long story and they're all identical. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And this this that Spider Man is a very interesting one to me. The Penny Parker? Yes. And I love it. Like it's so different. Well, I would it takes love... the spider person out of the equation because and, it's a spider inside the robot. And I would love to watch an anime centered around that. Like, I don't that even would be get so into cool. anime, but I would watch the hell out of that. You know what I'm looking forward to that we are definitely going to talk about in our group podcast where we're all totally nerds? What? Star Wars Visions. The anime series of short films that are 
That's all different so different Star Wars stories from different timelines. That would be awesome. I'm so fucking ready. <laughs> I love oh, this. So, this is so awful. I, I know, but they need to they need to press him like this, you know. It he is needs, important. To he needs to be able to prove that he can do it whenever he needs to, you know. Yeah, it's an important power. Got to have that control. <laughs> I like that Gwen. I like that Gwen's got some faith in him. You know, like he can do some. I think she's. And sweet. I think that's the. Uh, I think she's smitten. Oh, you think she's smitten? Yes. I like that the idea of this movie is really that it doesn't matter who's behind the mask. You know. Yes, absolutely. It's just kind of like if you if you gained this ability and you believed you can do it and you worked at it, you can do it. Right. Like you, you could be Spider-Man. It really does. So one thing I think that so you say that's really prevalent in this movie and one thing that I think it really does hit home hard on is Spider-Man 1. Like the scenes oh, where they help him. It just makes him feel like such an everyman New Yorker. Like he's really in there with them. Like through and through, he's a New Yorker. Bottom line, mm-hmm. so like I feel like that's something you really feel in Spider-Man Two. I think it is when he gets passed around, you know, and they put the mask back oh, on. Oh, so cool! And that was another theme that was prevalent in the Miles Morales video game. Yes, the way that the community supported yeah, him. Yeah, he interacts with them too. Absolutely, the and I love, I love that at the end of that video game when his mask comes off and all those people see that he's Miles Morales and stuff like that. Right. That th- that core group of people sticks sticks behind him and like doesn't doesn't say anything i like how he turns invisible now when he's upset yeah it's and a, i love this song dude the whole soundtrack for this movie is fucking brilliant it's just lovely through and through Gets the outside oh i like that his uh home screen is now the uh the uh, gr- uh, no expectations outline yes. of his body. Their relationship, just no matter what story it is, is heartbreaking. Yeah, it is very broken, but like still, you can tell there's just such a feeling. Like there's a love. There's such a love there yeah. that just like they can't, they can't ignore. You know. And I appreciate that, uh, Uncle Aaron, and uh, it it just sucks that like no matter what story it is, it seems like they never get that resolution. No. At least in the video game and the. Uh, and then this movie. It's always too late. They always have to... You know, that's something they probably grapple with. Mm-hmm. I wonder if... Uh, ah, never mind. I was going to say I wonder if they bring in other superheroes besides Spider-Man, like, for these for this type of movie. Like, I was thinking of the Avengers video game, the way Kamala Khan could pop up Miss Marvel. Like, I think she would look cool in this animation style. I think that'd yeah. be awesome. But, you know, I don't think and Sony has the rights. then it would suck because it probably wouldn't be canon wouldn't be a part of the MCU. Yeah, yeah, you know, Sony doesn't have the rights to Miss Marvel, so it's like, that's where that gets complicated. But that would be cool. 
That's where I think the TV shows for just, Marvel have a chance to be really I interesting. I just want more animated projects now. Like the What If is going to be animated. What If is going to be absolutely awesome. And, I, and like that's the kind of scenario where they can get their superstars back to voice for just a a spell, you know? Right. It can be like a one day of work, like just come and record. Absolutely. I love that when you hear his voice God. not distorted. Yeah. And you really get like, oh my yeah, God, you it really, really feel is it Uncle is him. Aaron. Yeah. Now, and I love anytime there's like a character with the ability to turn invisible. But there's always a point where they come directly face to face with the person yep. they're hiding from, you know? <laughs> God damn, they are bouncing around up there. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Gosh, I just really want a live action Prowler. They could do yes. so well with that, dude. I think Especially Donald after Glover Black Panther. It. I feel oh, like seeing how Black especially. Panther functions, functions, that's so similar to how Prowler could, like, operate, kind of. Yeah, like for sure. Like that movement style. But I would like, uh, I would like it more with, like, this sort of, I don't know. You know how there's, like, that purple drag behind him? Yeah. Whenever he moves? I want, I want that in live action, and I don't know how you provide that, but I want that. That would be pretty awesome. That's tough, though. Yeah. I like how he, like, sees him and he's perched up, but he's like, oh, I'll let him go for now. God damn, I wonder what the hell they're doing upstairs. Whatever sounded like it's something intense. was, like, banging on the ground. And, like, all the music they use for all the different characters. It's just perfect. I love how Penny Parker gets this scene where she's, like, really looking, like, showing her smarts because I feel like she can get lost. Given, like, how I touched on she's not, like, a spider person. It's a person, or it's a spider inside the robot, and she just kind of guides it. She guides she, the robot, yeah. She's smart enough to fix it and, like, fix things and make things. Like, that's what she's, like, that's her thing, you know? Absolutely. And she's, she holds her own, you know? Yeah, no shit, definitely. <laughs> I like how Spider-Man more, like, directly referred to him as, like, that's your origin story. Uh -huh. That's pretty cool. It's like a hell, that's a hell of an origin story. And this squad pulling up is just lethal. You got Doc Ock, Tombstone, Scorpion. You got Prowler and Kingpin too. It's just a good... I think that uh, they should have put a bigger emphasis on tombstone in the video games i liked the tombstone stuff and they didn't i don't think they did quite enough with it yeah like they had a side dlc about it but like it was it hardly involved him it felt like i know it was more hammerhead exactly i love this the way that the uh the robot's face changes. It's just like a little bit of an emoticon. It reminds me of when uh, 
Tom Holland's Spider-Man when his eyes change to red when he enters into kill mode. Oh, yes. Instant kill activated. I love that shit. I like how when he sees the Prowler again, he, his invisibility flickers. Yeah, exactly. It's just that instinctive... He's panicking, you know? I think what's more clear than ever on this watch of this movie is that Miles Morales clearly has anxiety. Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously, a situation like this would give you anxiety. Dude, poor Regardless of who you are. This scorpion's just such an interesting design. Pretty I don't quite understand it. I love the, and they they really they really provide that prowler theme. Oh, it's so good. I never can get I can never get mad about hearing it. It's just uh and I, I keep going back to that Dark Trooper comparison. Like, I have to. It's just perfect. I think the feelings are very similar. Like, that, like, just... That like, sort of intimidation factor yes. you're supposed to feel when you see them. And I like that uh, Miles, like, he's he's forced to come to that decision where he has to take off the mask here. Because he knows his Uncle Aaron is loyal. But I don't think he knows it would get him killed. But Uncle Aaron immediately knows it's well, going to Well, and it's like, what, if he didn't take the mask off, Uncle Aaron even kind of teased himself, like, what he said when he was in the apartment, like, I always get the job done. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, he doesn't have, like, there is no switch for him. It's like, it's on. When it's on, it's on. But this is the one thing that prevents that, you know? Right. And I think... And as soon as, as, soon as he shows it and he goes, no, 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 I think he realizes, like, well, I'm dead then. Like, if I can't get he this done, He realizes the dead. sacrifice, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to do it because, you know, that's my nephew. Kingpin is a overall, like, uh, Wilson Fisk. Just overall, not the most compelling villain to me. I think you have to get him perfect. Like, get get it exactly right. And I think this movie does better than anything we've seen before. Like, uh, I think Daredevil does all right, but not still not quite yeah, as well as Yeah, I don't know. This. I think this is the most physically imposing, like... Oh, and animation provides you that opportunity. Yeah, well, you can be dramatic with it. You can be dramatic, you know? You can make it a little mm-hmm. abstract, something that's not a little realistic. I love that he gets... Sorry, not to change the subject. I love that he gets his final little moment with his oh, uncle yeah, Aaron. yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's a moment for Uncle Aaron to show his pride, like his pride too. He's like, "You're really out here doing this noble work, like this hero work." Like I'm, I'm proud, proud of you. you. Like, I, you're you're already better than I ever could have been. Right. You know that sort of feel. And uh, I feel like Miles obviously panics and runs here, but this probably wouldn't have been a bad time to show his dad that he's Spider Man. Yeah, I just think there's such a like. I feel like. I don't know, him sharing it with his Uncle Aaron and his Uncle Aaron being gone now, this is a chance for him to kind of, like, keep it clear, like, clean. Gotcha. I'm with you there. That makes sense. And it is sad that Jefferson is the first cop to arrive on the scene, too. Oh, yeah.
And I like that through this, Miles Morales is also kind of gaining that ability to control his power. He turns invisible on command because he needs to, and he's starting to recognize that feeling when he needs to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I just think this moment, it's so sad because, like, you see Miles get his moment, I guess, of closure and, like, depart, like, departure with uncle aaron mm-hmm. but to see like this that's not even a troubled relationship that was a good one to see this like super long complex like relationship not get it yeah not get it's like end that like just yeah. not get resolved seems so awful i love the book coming back yeah and i like that these they stick by him you know they're there for him I guess they're there for him, but what happens next is still kind of messed up. A little bit. But, like, they had to, you know? Like, he clearly wasn't quite ready at that moment. I suppose that's true. It just, like, breaks my heart. Like, Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's still not still not great. Not, not happy about it or anything. It's like getting sick on field trip day. <laughs> Bro... There was a year that Mizzou was facing Arkansas, and it was like a huge football game. And I was going to go to it. I was like 14 or something. Yeah. And I was going with I was going to go with Trenton Moore. And it was like such a big game that at the end of it, when we won, they stormed the field and like got oh, on the field dang. and like tore down the goalpost and stuff. Won an SEC championship or something. Yeah, and I uh, I was sick. Oh. I got sick the day of. Couldn't go down. No. Way. I was pissed. I was pissed. Because I don't want to freak him out. <laughs> he sounds like McConaughey. Because <laughs> I don't want to freak him out. Do animals talk in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak him out. All right, all right, all right. And I do, I do like that this Peter Parker was willing to put his life on the line, but I don't know if it was exactly like he has for the right. Nothing to lose, like yeah, in his eyes. exactly. That's what he was. He was like, I have nothing to really it's go back to. An, uh, a pretty obvious sacrifice for him. Yeah, I need the goober. He comes such a far way in such a short amount of time I know. at the end here. and uh, I think it's nice to see that what really causes it or induces him to take that leap is his dad. Is his dad, yeah. Which is super different because up to this point, that's been the person he's like largely... Avoided. Yeah, and deprived his dad of that chance to be that guy for him. Uh-huh. A leap of faith. I like that a leap of faith is the callback that they come to later. Yeah. It's just perfect. The end of this movie is just so damn emotional, you know? 
It does really hit hard. And I love seeing a group of spider people running together. That's like the coolest posse. It is. Like, how how could you not fucking love that? That shit's so fucking cool, bro. <laughs> I like how he's just like... Chill, like he's literally stuck in his room and he was just pedaling around for a minute. It's like, <laughs> well, but I guess I'm going to be here for a while. And then he was like, all right, that's enough. This is getting kind of annoying. And he can't say anything. Oh, so powerful. I know. I want to know what he would have said here, though. Yeah. But it is kind of what Jefferson needed to be able to get this out, you know? Yeah, I think this is a good outlet for him. He doesn't have to worry about Miles either interrupting or Miles either, like... Responding in a yeah, kind of smart-ass tort. Like yeah, or, does. like, giving him a response he doesn't want. Like, he can just leave it up to, like, and let his... Let his words sit with him. Yeah. I think it's more effective for Miles than it is Jefferson, you know? Miles gets to just hear him. Right. He doesn't have to respond. He's just so incredibly proud of his kid, you know? I just think for Jefferson, that's been harder to communicate to him. On like, And obviously at a time like this... So needed. Uh, he's... He's obviously feeling like I need to tell the people that I care about I love them. Like, he's like, like I need to need to let them know that I'm proud of. Need to let my son know I'm proud of him and everything. There's a poster in his room that says 2085. I know. What do you think that means? I have no idea. It looks like there's like robots on it. Yeah. I wonder if it's just a just a poster he has. I wonder if it's an homage to something. Well, twenty seventy seven, that's not the same thing. This part. Whee. I like how these are called Venom powers too. I know, I didn't know that until I didn't know that till the video game. Yeah. What a mess it's created though. Yankee's like, what the fuck? I looked up Miles Morales 2085 to see if there was any deeper meaning, and there isn't. God, and this part's so fucking cool. By photo. God. I love that Aunt May was just ready for him, too. And that well, means it's a nice vote of, vote of confidence for him. He hasn't had one. Exactly, and it also means that Peter Parker had probably told her, like, be ready, he's coming. You know? And, and I now, like how now, now he's in the face. Now his, how his face is lined up with the mask. I love that. I love that he designed his own suit. It's kind of the... It's kind of the Wanda Maximoff moment. He's like, I'm going to do me, because I have to. Leap of faith. I love the glass coming off because of that the glass hesitation. Off is so perfect. Of like where he wants to stick for just uh -huh. a second. God, and that shot's just it's beautiful. Just, I have this poster of him. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a danger. Everyone's like, God, that kid jumped. 
Yeah, I like how they aren't even panicking, though. It's just like a watch. And they're like, what's he up to? And then they see this, and they're probably like, holy shit, we have another Spider-Man. At your door. God, I love the jacket, the J's. So cool how he uses running on the street to keep his, like, momentum going Uh as he's on his web. Never, I feel like I've never seen that. It's something that's only happened, like, in the video game. And I love that the, uh, the Spider-Man logo is graffiti style. Yes. Just, it's so Miles Morales through and through. That's why I gravitate to it even when I'm playing the video game. It's just because, like, it feels more Miles Morales than any other suit there is. I like how he's taking a moment to kind of take it all in. Like, he's, he's like, still, like, yeah. that adrenaline, like, is... Oh, and he's man. got his, his... That was his montage that he would have been telling a story over, you know, like the rest of them got. Right. I love that. Absolutely love that. I feel like that robot is too noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that through the video game, I feel like I know New York really, really well. Yeah, it almost feel, like I feel like I could wander my way around. And I'm what's sure funny, I couldn't. No, but. what's funny is that like you travel so far, so fast because you're Spider-Man. It oh, would take so much longer if you just went to New York. <laughs> I like how Tombstone's just wandering around in this gallery. And I nobody's feel like this is such a nobody's event. alarmed. Yeah, this is a formal event. You don't want this dude walking around. <laughs> huh? They just they just sneak in. It is interesting that uh, Fisk has this public persona that is like a good, uh, like a philanthropist and stuff. Right. And I like when I like when a supervillain has that. You know, like the public views him as the hero. But yeah, the best the best uh, cover up. Absolutely, like a guy from TV. Exactly. Like Pedro Pascal. Like uh, Gus Fring. Gus Fring. Exactly. He's just a good old chicken guy. Just, just a good old, just a you know, chick, chicken guy. Yeah, he's a chicken guy. He makes. Uh, he's, he's a chicken brother, if you he, will. What's that dish? Los pollos cooks? hermanos. Yeah, you know, he just he's a good guy. It's like he's a drug kingpin, and he will murder you and everyone you love. Oh, without a question, too. Man, es uh, Giancarlo Esposito, huh? I just love that man. A lot of headspace in my head. He occupies it a lot. Shit. You know what? I forgot him on that list of my favorite actors and actresses, but Giancarlo Esposito is definitely on it. <laughs> he might give Keanu a run for his money. Uh, Pedro Pascal's doing that for me re- lately. I love that man. But I mean, it's Keanu. It's a loyalty thing at this point. Yeah, you can't. Switch How do I up. abandon Keanu? You can't switch up. That's my guy right there. I just want Keanu to get involved with the MCU in some capacity. It's gotta happen. It's got to, right? I felt like Nightwolf was, or uh, I feel like not Nightwolf. Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, Moon Knight is such a good, good fit there. Yes, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they'd do something different. I feel like it's too obvious. Someone's bouncing around upstairs, and some dust just fell from the ceiling, and it got illuminated by the projector, and it looked absolutely <laughs> fucking gorgeous for a second. I missed it. No. Bro, that shit, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? It's snowing in here. 
I like the way the glitch can expand into the actual city. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good that Jefferson's right there. Oh, absolutely. Because I witnesses. feel like he's such a Spider-Man cynic. Like, yeah, skeptical. he gets to witness the what good Spider-Man can right. do. Right. Imagine how effective a spider team would be. Yeah, it almost makes it seem just like so unfuckwithable. Like, cause like one Spider-Man's usually pretty unfuckwithable. Right. So if you got five spider people, that's a wrap. Dude, you better stop messing around with the goober. <laughs> and I love that he's getting his energy back, you know. Yeah, he's more like Spider Man. He's got the he's got the quips. Miles immediately making an impact. God, and that entrance with that suit. I like how they're all happy to see Miles, but they were fake as fuck earlier. They weren't being fake as fuck. They just didn't... He couldn't prove himself. That was the Anakin getting denied from the Jedi Council. But but Anakin had thoroughly proved himself. Minus the going crazy and murdering everyone. I mean, Anakin had thoroughly proved himself worthy. Doc Ock is wildly effective, you know? Just, she's just got so much going on. It's like General Grievous, or General Grievous. I don't know how he ever loses. Exactly. Dude, you had four lightsabers. Oh, he's definitely fucking up Palpatine if he ever sends lightning his way. Yeah. God, the animation's just so It's like pretty. animated, it's like animated, uh, what is that movie? Inception. Oh, yeah, exactly. The reality's folding in on itself and stuff. A little Doctor Strangey. Yeah. I feel so bad for this robot, man. And the spider within. <laughs> Anvil. You got a problem with cartoons? <laughs> I love that because I love me a good cartoon, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'll tune back in. I'll tune back into some uh, fucking Blammo. Ed, Ed, some Ed, Ed, and Eddie every now and then. Uh, yeah. I like how she's using the body parts of her robot, her dearly robot. <laughs> oh, and the way she looks at and the way the robot's eyes go X. Very tragic. It's devastating. A tear falls from its animated eye. Oh, no. I love I love that that view of the motion. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was adorable, team. Still trying to train him up. He's like their. He's just like their. Their spider dad. Yeah. Know? Did you see that? It said dap. Yeah. They... That's a classic right there. And she gets hit by a fucking semi. His hand. And the way he covers his mouth. <laughs> Always watch the hands. Just loaded with callbacks, too. I love a good callback. You oh, know? absolutely. I didn't teach him that. I love that this this scene is exactly like the opening Spider-Man scene. Is it just me or did he take a way not correct route? Like he should have just gotten up there quicker. Yeah, like he should have. He, he should have just went underneath from right there. everything to get onto that platform that they were just standing on together. Ah, <laughs> at least you could save the spider. Maybe the spider bites her. Ah, maybe. That could be interesting, potentially. And I like that they've all become kind of the spider family, you know? I know. They all have, like, some... They like, have this kinship because they, always, they well, all they thought they were Well, they probably are the only ones that can relate to each other. They've probably exactly. never met anyone that they can relate to. These problems that Peter Parker and Miles Morales were experiencing, like, they felt like they were alone. They They didn't have anyone else like them. They all were experiencing that, and they all got together, you know? Right. That's got to be cool. Yeah, it's nice to know we're not alone. I love Penny. I want some more Penny Penny Parker. That's where I've just seen speculation of a Spider Gwen movie for, or like a Spider uh I don't know, it was one it was either Spider Gwen or it was either that or it was focused on like the women. Like hmm. a women team up movie, which those can be a bit cheesy sometimes seeming sometimes. campy but if it was done right if they right, get it done right be... like I think that like a good example is like Birds of Prey yeah like that one I love watching that movie yeah That's... you just gotta make it you can't make it feel like forced to be women led you know what I yeah, mean yeah exactly I also like that they settle on friends here. Right. It's very mature for, like, such a young kid. Well, I think it's actually, that's actually why they do it is because they are such young kids. It's just like, they're like, all right, well, yeah, he's still a little bit sense. of a pussy, you know? He's, <laughs> he's like, friends. <laughs> yeah. I love that he is actually alone when he takes on Fisk. He sends Peter back to his dimension before taking on Fisk, and I think that's important. Proven that he can do it truly by himself. Yes. I love that he... The move that he uses on him so many mm -hmm. times. It's a leap of faith. God. Such a deep moment. Such a deep moment. 
And I like how that helps Peter come to terms with it. Like, you know. He's like, God, like, I even said that. Like, that that was something that I said to you, and now you can put it back to me, and I, I recognize the wisdom of my own words. Maybe I am worthy. Practice what he preaches, finally. Exactly. It's impressive how much he takes it to Kingpin, bro. He was ready, bro. He wanted all the smoke. It was very, it very much so feels the way uh, that it felt when Miles Morales comes to life against the Rhino at the beginning of the video game. Yeah. The way he discovers his venom powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. I love the train traveling through. Big time uh, Spider-Man video game, the first one, with uh, Mr. Negative or whatever. Yes. I got the exact same position here. And what's cool is that means that's probably actually them from a different dimension. Yeah. And it's the same outcome. It's the same outcome. He can't change it, no matter how hard he tries, because he hasn't changed himself. Damn. Fisk is a tragic, uh, tragic person. You know, he's just a little too angry for some reason. They never really make it clear what his like, what he's so pissed about. Like how he got to be such a fucking angry shit anyway. Yeah, I think it's just I guess he is a corporation owner and stuff. It's just like built into the persona. You come you come with a little bit of evil in oh, you. Oh man. I like how seeing his dad is what like checks him back in. Yeah, it gives him a little bit of a catalyst. He takes he he beats this man's ass a little bit, you know? And Fisk beats his ass, no doubt. Oh, yeah, they both get their punches in. For sure. I like that uh, he does the same move. But, you know, what happens when we fall down? We get up. Batman begins. Alfred to... Or Thomas Wayne to Bruce Wayne when he was a child. Good movie. Oh, man, this is so, like... And I started to worry here if he was overmatched. I did too. I was I was concerned, but like I was like, they're not gonna kill Miles. No, <laughs> I, I, right. I appreciate when logic can kind of check me back into moments for a second. Right. You know? It's because he went with the one hand instead of two. Got cocky. sees his dad and his dad's like damn Fist kills Spider-Man it's so cool to see him say get up Spider-Man yeah, like, like he's, he's rooting for him finally yeah finally instead of being a hater and being a total cop he's like I'm with you G you gotta get up Fisk is like huh Nani <laughs> I love the Triumph and Spider-Man moment. I'll always have my family. Hey. Hey. 
I like how he nails it. He really fucked him up with that electric shot. And then the pullback. What is this called? Is that the... Oh, in the video game? No, 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 that, like, sport and track. Oh, uh, fucking... Oh, you got a... Cur- no, not curling. Shit, what's it called? Because you got shot put where you throw it from your shoulder. Discus? Discus is where you spin around. It's not on a chain. Yeah, but, but there is one where it is on a chain. There is one where it's what on a chain, is but that? That, that's only like at the like Olympics. Olympics, but like what is that? I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, put off those vibes for sure. And it's pretty cool that Miles like sees the universe in this moment. It can make you feel incredibly small. The hammer throw. That's really what it's called. Huh. That's a, that's more boring than I thought it would be. I like that Miles comes out just hanging out in this explosion. And that Jefferson's completely unharmed, too. I was really worried about that. Oh, my gosh. He took a lick, man. Yo, for sure. I thought, like, Jefferson was done for. I was like, damn, homie's going to lose his uncle and his dad? Tough. But then I was like, that'd be a really sad note to end a movie on. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't do that. Man, that's twice you've let uh, thoughts come in and ruin the moment. Exactly. Oh, no, Miles not going to die. It's too early. and He's going to be a franchise. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, Jefferson can't die. He can't kill the character's dad after his uncle dies. <laughs> Man, say some reality for the rest of us. I'm yeah. trying, bro. I try, but I got to be pragmatic about these things or else I get too enveloped. <laughs> oh, I like how he finally gets his chance to talk to... Exactly, and he immediately takes it. <laughs> I like that he comes down here and he gives him a hug as Spider-Man. I don't understand why all the cops are always so quick to be like, well, obviously Spider-Man murdered this guy. Yeah, what kind of J. Jonah Jameson bullshit are they on? <laughs> the fucking... Goddamn, bro. The feds can't have anything nice. Yo, and you know what's funny about that J. Jonah Jameson edition in uh, the video game is that it's it feels much more right-wing pundit. Oh, my God, dude. It, 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 it does seem so, like... It seems like it has such a place in today's like world. Oh, it like, really does. Life. It's some Ben Shapiro ass shit over there. <laughs> uh -huh. I like the way his eyes close like that. When he's giving him the hug. Yeah, like it's. He's squeezing as hard as he can. He's giving him a bear hug. Thank you for your bravery tonight. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because he's been trying to get Miles to say to that. Get to Miles him. to say that, and he says it as Spider Man. Oh, and I love that Spider Man graffiti. Mm, love it. They're like, holy shit, we got Fisk. Ha <laughs> ha. 
That was harder than it looked. I love it. And this is that sunset vibe that they even end the video games with, you know? Yeah. Because it feels like you've completed something. You've achieved it. <laughs> Hit by a drone. Oh. His dad got back into spray paint. That's cute. Which in the video game was big, right? Uh, Didn't they spray paint together? No, they made beats together. That's right. Yo, Gwen's reality looked dope. Yeah, it did. And I like that him being able to go back to his dimension and be like, all right, I'm definitely ready for what you want, MJ. Mm -hmm. You could wear the mask. And that's so, that's always such a sentiment with Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I'm I love Spider-Man. how it ends with the song again. Same His song. His comfort that, song. Exactly. Never let calling it quits now, baby. You know what I love about this perspective? What? Oh, sorry, Gwen's here. Yeah, Gwen shows up. She's figured out interdimensional travel. God, yeah, no big deal. No big deal. She's she's just Rick. Um, I love how he doesn't have like he's too young to have to worry about the like whole like being close to people or like being like that sleep at night like in your own little like like he's actually in like a safe place. Which like if you think of Spider Man, like Peter Parker from the original Spider Man, like he's living in a grungy apartment Mm -hmm. like he's not having those same struggles those like midlife struggles of like being broke in new york having people wanting to hurt your family and like knowing you yet like people don't know him yet he's a brand new spider yeah which is a good like an interesting perspective we don't typically get absolutely and i i like that uh the creators of this were phil lord and christopher miller and uh that may sound familiar because they created 21 jump street yeah and they also did the lego movie They've got a qu- well. Quite Lego the- Movie really pushes the fold a lot Yo, in I terms of animation. Love the Lego so movie. it's no surprise that they did something like this. So there's an interesting scene I want to call back to, and I meant to talk about this when I did when it happened, but I forgot. Um, if you remember the Thwip scene when they're leaving uh, Alchemax, mm-hmm. um, so one thing that they did to make that look so cool is when Miles learning how to use his web shooters. You notice how he moves, like, kind of slow? It looks like he's kind of not doing so well, and it's, like, almost slower. Yeah. So what they did was they slowed him down. So they slowed him web-slinging, slowed him down to, like, 24 frames per second, while the other Peter was at, like, 12. That's from Corridor Crew, if you guys want. If any of you uh, viewers out there happen to watch Corridor Crew, great YouTube. They do... Analysis on like special effects or like stunt man stunt. I need stuff. to get I need to get into their stuff, more. dude. But no, that that was one cool thing they did to kind of give you that hint that like he's not quite got the hang of it yet. So they slowed his uh, rate down. That's interesting because my eyes are always drawn to him in that scene. I know because he is moving. It's moving all, it's that like just speed. subconsciously kind of directs your attention. Absolutely. I, I've never stuck around all the way through these credits. I love I love all these animations. Spider pig over a spit. over over, <laughs> over some campfire. Oh, spider pig putting Peter over. It's got some big Ewok energy. And I love the uh, post credit scene. 
Oh, yeah. With the uh, Spider-Man 2099. In the meme. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I said 2077. I meant 2099. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, about? you did say 2077 earlier. You were thinking of Cyberpunk. <laughs> Sadly. I don't even have that game. I don't either. and I, I don't think I want it. No, I don't think you can have it, actually. On the PS4, they took it down. Oh, that's right. Too buggy. Yo. Heard you can get your dick wet in that game, though. Or your pussy wet, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Stanley Lee A person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. I feel like that was out of a soapbox, maybe. It probably was. And then and oh, Steve Ditko and we also lost died, Ditko yeah. Too. Oh, gosh. Gosh. They wait a while for that post credit scene, huh? I don't think we're going to stick around for it. We know what it is. But gosh. This movie hits me so hard every time I watch it. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's just like... I don't know. This is one of those rare movies where when you watch it, it's like... It be, you can tell as you're watching it that this would attract and be interesting to any audience. That's Adults what I've been can trying sit down. To, I've been trying to convince my parents for a couple years now that animation does not mean it's for kids. Right. My dad is the same way. He's such a snob about it. And it's just like you have to really convince him. Like you have to sell it. I'm like this. I promise. I know you liked the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I know you like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. I don't know if they ever saw the Andrew Garfield ones, but I'm like, I promise this is better than those movies. It's just I truly so, think that the depths are cool. And like, how could you not like the like pop culture in this? Oh, it's it's just it's perfect. It's just a perfect movie for me. Yeah, no, I love it. It's I don't know. Like that's an hour, that's an hour and fifty six minute animated movie. And, like, it is from start to finish. Like, there's no film. waste time. There's no... It's, like, that's full-fledged animation. And, like, when you think about what we get and, like, kind of overproduced sometimes in, like, MCU movies or DC, like, this is just so raw and so, like, pure. It's just... It, it's wonderful. It was such a great movie, and I'm uh, eternally grateful we got to watch it together tonight. Absolutely. This is a, uh, this was a, this was a fun live commentary. And if a movie can keep you like that and we can talk about it the entire time, then it's, uh, I mean, it flew by, honestly. It did fly by. It was, that was a quick two hours. Uh, I look forward to doing it again sometime. Absolutely. This has been the Penny Bloom podcast. Twas I, Colton Robertson, and I was joined by KBZ Kyler Barnett. Thank you very much, buddy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves.